Welcome to Backyard Philosophy, a podcast where a couple friends grab some cold ones, sit around the fire, and talk about science, philosophy, and history. Crack one open, sit back, and get a good laugh as we discuss everything from automation to why the meaning of life is 42. You've probably heard the phrase, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. It's been used a lot lately, and we're going to talk about just everything about that phrase, why people use it, and counter-arguments to that. But before we get into that, Mike, how are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing pretty good. I'm drinking some Backbone bourbon, and I feel like this is a very appropriate conversation of what I accidentally sent you earlier today. Uh, what about you, Nick? What are you drinking? How are you doing? I'm drinking some High West American Prairie Bourbon. So the phrase we said, if you have nothing to fear, you have nothing to hide. It's been used a lot lately for mostly for governments being able to look at what we do, what we, you, me, all of us, not just maybe criminals, but all of us. And they pass legislation that allows them to look at this, you know, our data our telephone calls, whatever, under the pretense of, well, if you're not a criminal, you shouldn't be worried. Yeah, I'm just go out and say I completely disagree with that statement. No, I think it's a terrible statement. <laughs> um, for for one, no matter what it is, I'm sure all of us has something that we want. We don't want other people to know, much less a random person. Or I guess maybe it'd be better for a random person to know. So. Yeah, you, you might accidentally send porn to a friend when you didn't mean to. Happens to the best of us. It'll happen on those big jobs. <laughs> and so, so one thing that I want to talk about is I think privacy is a right that we all have. And the logic of this is that if you trade in your rights, you'll become safer. So I don't necessarily agree with that, and much less that privacy, instead of being a right, it transforms it into almost a good, right? Like, if you have X amount of money or privacy, you can trade X amount in the government, and you can receive X amount of safety. For some reason, I keep thinking of a Benjamin Franklin quote of, those willing to sacrifice freedom for security deserve neither, and that just pops in my head and recurs constantly with government surveillance and just if you have nothing to hide you have nothing to fear why do you need to know what i have to hide why it it's not your right it's mine as an individual and there's both like on the private part like you said nick where you want some things to be between you and if you want to share them, have that choice to share them between you and that special person. And I can't even think on the business end of how many government how many government agencies spy on businesses to catch on what the businesses are doing, what plans they're making, try to maybe even steal their inventions, ideas, their books, their artwork, their novels. It's just, it's theft spying on someone and just saying oh well if you have nothing to hide you have nothing to fear no if it's, it's stealing it's intellectual stealing well look no one in government would ever use insider information to do in, any kind of insider trading or anything like that so I, I don't i think we're good there how in the 
earth did you get through that without cracking up? Oh, I uh, I just muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so another point is just because I don't want someone to listen to my phone calls or whatever, or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be phone calls. You know, a lot of this revolves around, you know, internet surveillance and stuff, but if I have nothing to fear, I have nothing to hide. So let's just say, like, I don't want anyone rooting around my underwear drawer. I should have nothing to fear, but it, like, there's nothing in there. But does that mean that people can just come into my house and look through my sock drawer or whatever, and find whatever they want? I mean, there's nothing illegal in there, so it shouldn't be weird, right? I mean, Nick, if it, if you have nothing to fear, nothing to hide, the government should has nothing to fear, nothing to hide. They should open up all their secrets on every classified document and every current operation to everyone in the public United States, right? They can do it to us. It's only fair we can do it to them, right? They, if they have nothing to fear, they have nothing to hide. So might as well, you know, show every specialized forces, every agent, every dirty secret, every everything to the people. I mean, surely they have nothing to fear or nothing to hide, right? Exactly. It's, uh, what's that? Oh, man. Coming back to the, the space mining with the Bruce Willis movie where they're like, they're asking the government for stuff. Like, can you really tell the, tell us who killed JFK? And they're like, no. <laughs> Arg- argument. Uh, God, what was it? It starts with an A. Armageddon. Armageddon. Thank you. Thank you. So the other thing is, who decides what's right and wrong in this situation? Uh, a judge with a warrant. Right. But Word. because... When people say they have nothing to fear, that's because people are saying, people are going, well, I'm not a criminal. And I think we talked about it before, not specifically, but the average American commits about three felonies a day. So if the government wanted to, or whoever wanted to, I'm sure they could find something wrong with whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, it to me, it sounds, it's. To me, it also sounds like when uh, cops pull over a person that they know has drugs on them, but they don't have nothing, so they pull over them because they have like a like a cross on their uh, rearview mirror or something like that that's blocking their vision or something like that. And governments change constantly. The same government that's watching you now and says, if you have nothing to fear, you have nothing to hide, might change where they might now, oh, you're talking bad about us. Well, now that we know because you gave us all your information, we're going to suppress you, remove you, and make you disappear. Yeah. So it's it's up to the government to decide what's right and wrong. And I mean... Yeah, fuck like, that. <laughs> yeah. And first off, so say that you haven't done literally anything wrong, which is impressive because, Mike, we came up in a time at the, I guess, beginnings of the internet. We've all downloaded stuff from LimeWire. We've all downloaded stuff from the internet I, that was... Piracy. I the fifth. And I by the we, fifth. I mean the collective we, not me as an individual. I'll agree with that statement. Prison. Straight to prison. <laughs> right? <laughs> for, some, for some reason, I feel like all of a sudden I need a lawyer in here. I got, I got a little warm in here. <laughs> it's, uh... It, and plus, I would... I imagine a lot of kids make dumb... Myself included, made dumb decisions as a kid. And now in the age of technology, everything is recorded, stored. The same person you are five years ago is not the same person you are now. They're two different human beings. And you probably learned from your mistakes or you grew up and you matured more 
other factors. So why is it fair to judge someone on something like that? You have nothing to fear. Well, you might have the fear of the past coming to haunt you when a government agency says that and they look through your information. And if you have nothing to hide, well, everyone's got something to hide. If you don't have a skeleton in the closet, even if it's like a mouse skeleton, it you, you're not living life. You're kind, you you got to have some things where you're like, ooh, not telling that story. Ooh, that's uh, didn't mean that to happen, but it happened. Everyone's got to have those. And if you don't, stop listening to the podcast and go go create an adventure. Go go crazy, because if you have nothing to nothing to add to your collective life book no story where you're like oh kind of skip this chapter you're not really living life and not that i have any stories like this but no stories like man we just got we left just before the cops got there man we almost got busted playing flaming tennis i (laughs) that'd be a very interesting story i wonder that that definitely never happened to me though and this is the thing with so collecting all this data or whatever it is you know, any situation can be turned. Like we talked about in the Spanish Inquisition, if you didn't buy pork any time around the weekend, Jewish, and you'd be burned or killed or in some other gruesome way. Maybe you had enough pork saved up, but it doesn't matter. Just one thing can be the thing that puts you on the list. Yeah, imagine your friend sends you a news article like, hey, check out what this government's doing. Well, nothing to fear, nothing to hide. Well, now you know that you're critical of government. That means you're a terrorist. That means you might be a threat to America. Well, you want to hide that information from us, even though you just just kind of clicked on a news article. Yeah, you have nothing to fear. Don't worry, I, Nick. If I if I may add onto your quote of when someone says you have nothing to fear, that usually means you have something to fear. <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, that's that's very true. And the other tech under that. If I have nothing to hide, why are they watching me? Why do they want this information? If I'm, if I have nothing to fear, because because I have nothing to hide, I shouldn't even be involved in this conversation because you're not going to be looking at any of my stuff, right? Yeah, makes complete sense to me. If you have nothing to hide, so you're showing information, means you won't look at it. So I am hiding it by showing it to you, kind of like a reverse psychology thing. Exactly. And here's something else that I thought was interesting that I think is completely true. It's kind of taken from so 1984 or 1894? Eight, 1984, right? 1984, yeah. So when people, when government is so intrusive in your life, always watching you, and even to today, you could argue, people know because of things that are being recorded every now, all the time now, what they can and cannot say. And so it's effectively a censor of speech. And as people censor their speech more and more, it morphs into, you know, uh, you don't want to say this in front of a camera. You don't want to say that in front of a camera. So eventually you just never say things that go against whatever the people behind the cameras are looking at. You morph into one giant collective group because anything you say that could put you on the list could get you killed. So you just never say it. In today's day and age, we are never more than, what, 10 feet from a camera? Yeah. It's another form of bullying, to my mind, of I'm going... It's like um, like a teacher picking on a student, someone abusing power, 
and watching over like a hawk. You know, freedom of expression. I, it, it's it's just a bully mentality, and I don't like bullies. Where I'm going to stare at you, and every time you do something a little bit wrong, I snap your again. I snap your wrist with a ruler. I criticize you. I I ridicule you. I don't allow you to make mistakes, to grow, to try new things, to spread new ideas. I force you to think how I am, like an institution, like like the government does to a lot of people. And uh, not that I don't really know enough about Snowden to make an opinion, but I he did say something that I think is kind of a good point. He said, arguing that you don't care about the right to privacy because you have nothing to hide is no different than saying you don't care about free speech because you have nothing to say. Yeah, uh, you might not have an opinion on Snowden. I like Snowden. I wish uh, he got pardoned by a pregnancy. I think what he did was right. I'll stand behind that. I think, no I, agents... I don't know. I think the controversy is that he released a lot of names of, or a lot of stuff about active duty military that the people we were fighting used, like, to help kill Americans. No, that, that yes. But him actually doing it, it, to me, made, it, it made sense. I, it, I, I probably would have done the same thing of, if I have something, yes, we have something to fear, but we shouldn't hide it sometimes. Sometimes we should embrace what we fear. Sometimes the fear should be amongst ourselves. The Snowden's a whole other different conversation. Going back to your thing. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Again, if the government wants all my contact information, wants all my phone call stuff recorded, I could do the same to every government agency and every government agent. It's only fair, right? They're public officials. They have nothing to hide, right? They're... It's, they're for the good of the people. They work for us. So they have, yeah. So they should definitely be able to send me all of their work stuff and their private stuff, right? Definitely that spouse speeding, cheating on another spouse. Definitely that, you know, inside trading. Definitely that, you know, breaking up with the misses or definitely, you know, talking about with your friend on how work's been miserable i definitely want all that information so i can get you to fired or something like that because you know throw your name underneath the gutter just like you would throw another person's name in the gutter i in case you didn't notice nick i'm a big fan of privacy and stay out of my business and i stay out of yours so i'm coming in this quite biased well i mean i knew that going into this where you would stand not gonna lie not that that's a bad thing <laughs> i just just figured uh you would be a good person to talk to so there's another quote uh, from uh, Cardinal Richelieu. I have no idea if I said that right. I do not speak French. Uh, if one would give me six lines written by the hand of the most honest man, I would find something in them to have him hanged. Talking about how a government can find anything that they can use to get someone in trouble. And uh, another guy, Bruce Schneer, had another quote kind of tacked onto that, said that the actual choice isn't between liberty versus control instead of it's security versus privacy. And kind of going back, essentially your Ben Franklin quote of who would give up freedom to, for safety deserves neither. We're all human. We're all flawed. Why not allow us to grow from our mistakes, to learn from our mistakes rather than criticize us for them? Let us be free. Let us make decisions 
And if we make a mistake, try to recommend them our, to our to reconcile them ourselves rather than being punished for them. Kind of have it deal with in-house rather than outsourcing it. Yeah, exactly. So I think at the end of it, everyone has something that they want hidden, whether it's they don't want people to know that they watch cat videos while they're taking a dump or they don't want people to know what they're using their 3D printer for. No comment. No comment. Or whatever scantily clad pictures they send their significant other. Oh, God. I think nudes is a whole separate topic itself. And so here's another point I want to bring up is how common the surveillance state is to us in the United States. Mike, you aren't big on the social medias. Not that I am either, but there's very there's a ton of memes about doing stuff for the FBI guy watching you or the FBI looking at your calls or whatever. It's become so commonplace in our world that we were being watched. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like we're getting used to it. And we're, like you said earlier, Nick, where if you have nothing to fear, nothing to hide, where the government's sensing what you say and cannot say, it's kind of like already started just simply by knowing that they're watching you. Yeah. Like it's... I think at this point, everyone knows that it's happening. Another important point is that let's assume, and this is a this is a big ask, assume that the people watching us have the correct data. So let's assume that the government's being doing its its due diligence. They're looking for for data coming through phone calls, whatever, and they see that. Nick Winter, you know, was looking up something bad and they come and break down my door and, and take me to prison only to find out that it was the wrong Nick Winter. Now, how much do you trust government to get that right? Nick, did you just ask me how much I trust our government? Because, uh, yeah, it's uh, not high, let alone make sure they get the right address kind of high. Hard pass. Yeah. We're going to just <laughs> uh, out of the way for that one. I mean, whenever I think about should government do something, I think should the people at the DMV be given this to add to their plate? Should the people at the DMV figure out who and who is not a terrorist and then and listen to everything that they're doing? I mean, by looking at because it's not it's not like there's someone watching every single person. I mean, I hope not, but it's most likely some kind of program that looks for patterns, whether that pattern is. This person visited this place. This place is known for having prostitutes on it. Well, maybe, you know, their friend lives there and they go, they chill there after work for a little bit. Or they went to this store, which is people have been known to get drugs around this area. So better bring them in for questioning. It's And then the people, then it probably goes to a person to verify. And that's the person where the DMV operator comes in. Is it is this close enough? Oh, well, if they have the same name and they live in the same area, that's probably close enough. When a person says that they have nothing to fear and nothing to hide, they obviously have no idea or remorse of the context of a situation. You could say, no, 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 please don't kill me. Or you could say, no, stop, please stop. Or you can go, no, please stop. I, want, I kind of ripped that off of a comedian, but the context of it matters. It What happens in that situation completely matters. 
oh, you were driving and the government, you have nothing to fear, nothing to hide, so you sh share your GPS and your speedometer with the government. Well, you didn't see that you had to speed up to swerve out of the way from hitting someone, but you broke the law. You spoke up. You went well the speed limit. Instant jail. No con. There's no context. Straight to jail. <laughs> straight. Every every road of surveillance state leads to straight to jail. Back to the gulag with you. Well, it sounds like we are both pretty anti-surveillance, anti-government watching us. Anti-anyone in my business. Stay out. If you'd like to, to comment or discuss, you can find us on YouTube or Instagram. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are and government getting all up in ours and your business. That's one business I want you to get up in. Thanks for listening, and don't let anyone <laughs> take your data. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram 